the intro again. <laughs> don't, don't, please don't. You really gonna do this? Yeah, f- him. It's our show. We do what we want. Oh my God, no! Not another freaking wrestling podcast. Yay! Like I said, I don't get people watching. So either you love me or you don't. I love you. I love you too. Come on, man, JD. That's your cue, buddy. Let's go. What are you doing? Come on, man. We got to get the intro started on this week's show. Let's. No, let's get no, no. I, I'm not playing this game anymore. I, I'm just gonna start talking, and you two are gonna start talking. One of you three are gonna start talking over me. And you know what? I'm not doing it. When have See, we ever can... done that? Yeah. Like the last five episodes. No, I don't. I, no, come on, man. Not doing it. It's your turn. Are well, you taking your microphone and going home? All right. All right. All right. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Dude, guys, Welcome. It's wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Will. Jane. I'm Jake. You're supposed to do it in unison, Jake. Goddamn. How are we going to say what our name? What did I do to deserve this? Just do it. Just do it. We did it. Me and Will did it. Okay. God. Got you again, bitch. I cracked open this ice-cold orange Fago in shame because of you, Jake. Yeah. Mm. I drink my water because it's the best. And also in honor of... I didn't get anything and everyone's just talking now. Hi. Hi. JD, why aren't you drinking a Fago in honor of CJ Lawler returning to the ring? He also has my favorite insult about anybody ever. Uh, there was a when me and Will were working together doing uh, door-to-door salesmanship. Uh, one of the uh, deals that I made and uh, with CJ, their closer showed up and they didn't get it because the guy was a creep bag. And CJ said, and I quote, "That guy looks like he fucks weird." And that was like a really accurate fucking yep. description of this dude. Oh my god! How do you it know was that? The best insult I've ever heard. He literally gave me like a new phrase. That dude looks like he fucks weird. Wow. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he does. <laughs> like that could be just took into. All kinds of consideration. Yeah. A lot of situations where you could be like, yeah, that dude looks like he fucks weird. <laughs> I wouldn't buy shit from a dude that looks like he fucks weird. No. Yeah. My, oh. Ever. Like, I wouldn't even. One of my favorite things that someone ever said is uh, describing someone as looking like they have date rape face. Oh. That Oops. one's a little more mean, though. At least. When they say you say he looks like he fucks weird, that's funny. <laughs> like, yeah, like you could say that anywhere, wow. and it'd be okay. That's true. Because like, then you're you go to the bar crazy. and just be like, that guy looks like he has the face of a rapist or something. Yeah, that bodes poorly. For sure. But if you said, "Hey, that dude looks like he fucks weird." It fucking works. It's like knocking your dick in the dirt. Yeah, yeah. That one does not work. It does. It does. It does. He hit a dude so hard he hits the ground face first. His dick then went in the dirt. Why was there so much dirt in the ring? That doesn't have to be in the ring. Yeah, you can knock anybody's dick anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and then after it gets knocked somewhere, then he inevitably ends up fucking weird for the rest of his life. But then yeah. what what if they're like a cat man and then they a reverse cat man and they always land on their Jake, back though? Jake, they're no. Jake, what if they have a detachable is... dick? Tactical dick. Tactical. Oh, detachable. I thought you said tactical. I'm like, I got yeah. a tactical dick. What are you talking about? My dick's pretty tactical. Like, I mean, it literally handles all terrains. Whether it wants to or not. Yeah. Well, this is like a throwback episode. We're getting right back into the dick jokes. This is a good time. Well, Jake, you can knock his dick in the dirt, so then he fucks weird. 
but you can't. Like that just takes your imagination places. Like, what would that? What would fucking weird look like? (laughs) You ever had dirt on your turtle? Probably. That's a poop dick. I'm gonna say yes. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah. You ever had poop dick? I have never never had poop dick. How did y'all do this? (laughs) Well, we'll have to have a conversation about the birds and the bees later. Please, I gotta get into this on the air. Just know it's not a good thing to have dirt on your turtle. Nobody likes shit pickle. (laughs) (laughs) Is this what you guys tune in for? Knocking dicks and dirts, making them fuck okay. weird. Okay, let's get away from dicks and um, let's talk about some wrestling. First of all, before we uh, before we start this episode, let's we're talking about some things we normally wouldn't talk about because you know we're talking about the main event every week. I'm tired of talking about the main event. So let's talk about some things that don't matter, like Baron Corbin. <laughs> Boy, that was a nice burial, huh? Yo, that my burial was nothing near what JBL gave him. I hope when I die, I have a burial that nice. My God, dude. That was... I'm surprised that they... I don't know. I feel like they're still going to find a weird way to pivot, and they're going to do something with them. Oh, I know what it's going to be. They're going to be back. The best version of Baron Corbin. The version that didn't work there? No, I think they're going to bring back Bum. It worked Corbin. in NXT. The Lone Wolf Baron Corbin was great. See, I don't know. I I know back during his run in NXT, a lot of people were not digging in then either. Nope. I like he it. ordered DOA off Wish. I always thought he was solid in the ring, and I... He's very necessary for the roster because he's got to be the only guy on there that can, no matter what, consistently get heat. He gets heat constantly. It doesn't matter. Well, you got Miz, too. Yep. Yeah, but Miz very much crosses over into that, like, damn, he's so good. That is Whereas Corbin has go-away heat. Like, no one is hear- ever going, like, fuck yes, Baron Corbin. It's go-away heat. You can get not booze, it's groans. I think Miz had one of the best entrances at uh, WrestleMania when he was WWE champion, where he was sitting in front of the fucking TV monitors and shit. One of the greatest WWE champions ever. Yeah. Like, that shit was fucking great. I miss that Miz. The Miz of Ode. I miss 2016, Miz. Yeah, I'm not the Miz. Sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, how about the Miz having like his own little universe around him? Like he's brought Dexter Loomis in WWE and he brought Bronson Reed in WWE. Like he's got a whole little. He also saved things going around him. He what? Could you imagine, though, if you just let him and his two best friends, Dolph Ziggler and Zack Ryder, come? Be in a group with him. That'd be fun. How? No. You just don't don't like it because it has fucking Dolph Ziggler. (laughs) Replace him with Chris Masters. Dude, the Master Lock Challenge was the best. I liked Chris Masters. Actually, no. He ripped a tree out of the ground with his bare hands and and threw it. It, The house was on fire. He saved his mom. So he ripped his fucking tree out and busted a window. Yeah. Legit. King shit. He worked he last night on the NWA show. He did, I think. All I saw, I should remember because I literally just looked at all the results for it, and it was just one of those where each match I just went, "Oh god." Yeah, unfortunately, Tyrus is still champion. You, I mean, shit. You've got all the stars across the spread. You've got Tyrus. You've got Kerry <laughs> Morton Jr. You've got Jax Dane. What more could you ask for out of your professional wrestling television? And 
Lots of stuff. And, and the cherry on top, the main event sets up for a future Tyrus versus Bully Ray main event match. Oh, yeah, because that's going to fucking sell tons of tickets. That'll yeah, put asses in the seats. It's kind of like Johnny Gargano. How about Johnny Gargano? Do you think he's struggling? Or do you think that people are connecting? Or do you do you think it's just kind of he's there? He's so personally, there. I think he was floundering before he got hurt. But now that he's come back, I think he's getting a little bit more. Uh, the fans are getting a little behind him a little more than they were. Do you think he was a good choice to put in the elimination chamber? Yes. I think he might have won in the belt. Wait, what? I don't think Austin Theory is walking out without the United States without or with the United States title. But Gargano's he, your pick to be the one to walk out. Well, I mean, looking at the the field there, you got Montez tag. Wrestling. I don't think I don't think Tez is taking a singles title yet. If I was gonna, if I was to go anybody, I'd say Reed. I would love that. He's he's always been my boy. I've loved him since before he went to NXT, and I think he showed a lot of promise in his, especially his G1 Climax run for his short little stint in New Japan when he was released. So I'm hoping he goes all the way with it. If he doesn't so, do the Elimination Chamber, it will be sometime this year. But the, the reason it, my pick is the reason my pick is Gargano is just because like it's a workhorse title. He's a workhorse. Yes, but I just don't see Gargano getting a singles match at WrestleMania this year. Ah, the mid-card titles never get singles matches, though. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Uh, the U.S. title typically does. If it's even featured. I don't know. I don't see them pulling the trigger on Gargano just yet. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see Priest pick it back up. Hmm. He could do something. I mean, they're pushing Austin Theory. He could win and go into WrestleMania. They could always put it on Seth to give his Logan Paul match. More useless. Yeah, you don't need that. That's the same reason I don't see Austin Theory winning the winning the matches because if he's working with John Cena, he doesn't need the title. That's true, but it looks better. Because what was was John Cena? What was John Cena's first title? I mean, yeah, but like, really, do you need those two working for a title at WrestleMania when you can spread the love out and have somebody else on the card? But who else in that chain? I don't know. If it's Gargano, then what do you see him? So you got Gargano, Damian Priest, not going to get it. Montez Ford, not going to get it. So Seth Rollins, Johnny Gargano, or Bryson Reed. I don't see him dropping it. If we're being real honest about it, I don't see him dropping it. Well, if he's going to wrestle John... And he has the U.S. title still. Like, it would be kind of a cool callback to when Cena had it himself and was doing the fucking U.S. Open Challenge gimmick. Yeah. yeah. And it would be a cool little feather in, in Theory's cap to be like, I'd be the former U.S. champion at WrestleMania. Fuck you. you know? Plus, they're doing a lot of throwbacks with Theory, like, doing John Cena segments, basically. There it is. If Theory doesn't retain, my pick is going to be Bronson, but I could see them throwing the belt on either the Theory-Cena match or the Seth Rollins-Logan Paul match. If they're wanting to use it to enhance one of those. I don't think they're going to do that because Seth's been going off on Logan, and it's going to be purely... His motivation is going to be like, you were talking shit about me being a cancer. I don't care about. That's going to be his angle. All right, Jake, you're groaning. Why are you groaning about Seth and Logan? I just don't like Logan Paul. Okay, but do do you also, I I just, just throwing this out there. They're going to steal the fucking show at WrestleMania. Okay. 
He's still a good fucking person. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you like him or not. That, those two motherfuckers are going to go out there and show everybody out. That's cool because I'll be in the bathroom taking a piss. So I won't give a fuck. Oh, come on. No. Fuck You're Logan. a wrestling fan, dude. Sure. But that doesn't mean I like looking at Logan Paul. I just feel like there's a lot of I can't separate the fucking artist from the art. I refuse to. I'm not saying it's you. You may have your own personal vendetta, which is fine. But I think a lot of people's problem with him is they're still hung up on the fucking dumb shit that he did, which is stupid. I agree. It was dumb. People make mistakes. We all do. We're not perfect. We're not human. Or we are human. Speak for yourself. I mean, sometimes you just got to let go. What do you guys think about Edge and uh, Beth versus uh, Finn and uh, Rhea? I'm kind of disappointed that we're not getting a singles match between Rhea and Beth. I like it. Well, you have to shoehorn Edge in there somewhere. They're in Canada, so. Yeah, I know, but still. Short hair, Edge. Short hair old man Edge looks like the fucking bad guy from Red State. Jeez. I don't think I've seen that movie. Okay, did you did you see what was the walrus one that Kevin Smith did? Tusk. Did you watch it? Because it's the same dude. Oh, well, god damn it. <laughs> well, he does. And there's just no old man Edge looks like too many fucking things to me. Like the Crypt Keeper and oh, short hair, he looks like that dude, and it's like, I don't know. Never, never been a big Edge fan. I've always been a big Edge fan. I've always been a big Beth Phoenix fan because, like, that's fine. I had no qualms with Beth. I just, I think the reason why I like Beth is because she's, she really was a trailblazer for women's wrestling. As far as she didn't look feminine per se, you know, oh, she, she was kind of but could work. Yeah, and I think she showed up 10 years too early. Yeah, she really did. If she would have showed up now, and we've discussed this before, if she would have showed up now. Yeah, she would have been the biggest fucking star. Yep, it would be Charlotte Charlotte who? Yeah, because Beth would have fucking smoked Charlotte's ass. I would love not only to see Rhea, but I'd love to see her go against Bianca. Beth and a Bianca match? That would be a really good match, honestly. It really would. Beth and Asuka when Beth was in her prime? Fuck, dude. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Now that you've brought up Bianca, who do you see winning that chamber match to challenge her? All right, so you got Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross, Liv, Morgan, Asuka, Natty, and Carmella. If I was to take anybody out of that whole match, my number one pick would be Asuka. Yeah, they'd it definitely feels really stacked towards that direction. Anyone else? And I do not see them winning at WrestleMania. The only other person that I would see in this match that I would put with Bianca would be Raquel. I would hate that. It's clearly got to be Asuka, though, because she just came back. They just did the big repackage. She's getting the big push. The only option. The thing, if you're looking at this card, these women in this match, any one of them really could win. You're going to tell me Carmella's got a shot, and she's a former champion, which was a mistake. I mean, I feel like maybe (laughs) they're trying with the Lib Morgan experiment again. I. It has to be Oscar. It can't be anyone else. If like I said, not, my number one pick's Asuka, but if I was going to pick number two, it'd be Raquel. <laughs> my number one pick is always Asuka for anything. As so, it should be. Yeah, she's the best woman they have. My number two pick solely for wild card factor is Natalia because Canada. That is, that is. Yeah, but you got too many. Not everybody from Canada could fucking win. I feel like most of the Canadians are going to lose. Just for the heat? Sammy's going to lose. I can see Rhea getting the pin on Beth Phoenix. 
And are there any Canadians in the chamber match? Uh, Maddie. Yeah. Or I meant the U.S. one. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so. Then yeah, they gotta they gotta throw Canada a bone. Well, that, that's why you're gonna have Edge and Beth win. Maybe. Yeah, but doesn't that kind of fuck? Then you have to put the well, the Finn has to eat the pin in that instance because you can't have re eat the pin right before WrestleMania. You know you're right. So they probably won't win either. Well, but at the same time, I can see them going that way just to set up because it looks like they're going to do some kind of big stipulation match of Finn and Edge at WrestleMania. So I could see them doing that to set it up, but at the same time, that does very much hurt Rhea's momentum going into her match with Charlotte. Unless, of course, you won 80 of that shit and you have her lose so she looks weak going into WrestleMania and then you get the big surprise when she fucking wins. But she's not going to beat Charlotte because it's fucking Charlotte. You don't think so? I think that's when she because will fucking beat Charlotte. Because fucking Triple H has that fucking boner for the Flair family. I think nah, this I think the time. Th- this is this is where Rhea gets her uh, gets her moment over Charlotte. But then, where does that put where does that put Judgment Day? Back at being a B list pay per view. <laughs> I mean, you could move Judgment Day over to SmackDown. But why? Ray. Well, I mean, if you look, if we're going to talk about SmackDown and you look at SmackDown right now, they're pretty stacked with like got Banger Bros, Imperium. <laughs> you refuse to let that go, don't you? I'm not going to let it go. I'm not going to call them whatever the fuck they're calling them. They're the Bang Bros. Bang Bus. No, just call them Bang Bus. It's funnier. You got Los Delgados. You got all these. Why would you need Judgment Day on SmackDown? You don't, but eh, I can see them doing it just to switch it up. Because didn't they already say that they're doing a draft after WrestleMania? That is the word. So that could always be a part of it. But the problem with the draft, though, is like used to. It didn't matter if you were in a group or not. If you got drafted. That was it. Like that's how they broke up tag teams and shit. Yeah, like no, that. don't give them that fucking idea, Shane. They probably already <laughs> have that idea, and it would be great to break up Hit Row because fuck them. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, floppy top dollar over on fucking Raw, let him get eat up because he can't hang, and then. Leave the other two. I feel like down. I feel like Swerve got a major upgrade in AEW. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not digging his two lackeys. What Brock Lesnar? Okay, being affiliated with Rick Ross, period, is major. I mean, Rick Ross is dope, but Rick Ross was only there a couple times. Nice, yeah. Now it's just Parker and Trench. Wait, every day I'm hustling, Rick Ross. Yeah. yeah. Like oh, the shit. biggest boss, Rick Ross. Yeah, yeah. that rules. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> I love Rick Ross. He Living looked at Keith Wings, Lee, baby. He looked at Keith Lee on live television and said, "You a big motherfucker." And he is a big motherfucker. That is a astute observation, Rick Ross. <laughs> well, they all they see. They've also done shit with Kevin Gates. As Kevin well. Gates shit was terrible. They've done Action Bronson wrestled a match. Snoop Dogg oh. showed up and did the world's worst top rope dive they tried to get bow wow in there with jade that didn't work they do a lot of hip-hop crossover though yeah and i love it i love that part I do too. they had west side gun performed live on there they did uh, a weird backstage about, promo with jpeg mafia how about this week though uh, with mjf getting the cops called on him that's great great shit that is great old school heat you got to decide what kind of man you're going to be. 
That that shit was hilarious. I love MJF. Yeah, and overall, there was a solid episode of Dynamite. It was really MJF heavy, but that's got to definitely be one of the crowning achievements for his career. Do they bleed way too much on Dynamite, or is that just me? Yes. Not yes. really. It's not as much as everyone makes it out to be. Yeah, there was a lot of blood on that episode. I remember when that stuff television. used to be be a fucking gimmick. Yeah, Brian Danielson may have been well been bleeding by time. Like he might as well bust himself open in the ring as he ran down. So he might as well just did a Brad Cash on a lockup, huh? Referee, Love you, Brad. Front rows getting color. I Why do want to watch for television, man. You're going to desensitize people to it. So when it does happen in a big fucking blow off match, and it's like, okay, so what? Like, why didn't he just pull out a fucking gun and shoot him? Exactly right. Yeah, but why doesn't he, though? It shouldn't get to that to. point. It shouldn't have to get to that point. Yeah, it, there is just way too much blood on AEW television for me. It's uh, I like, love it. Every Moxley match is just buckets. I think everyone should bleed more. Like the Brian Danielson match, that was one of the coolest bleeding moments in AEW whenever they're uh, beating the shit out of each other on the apron and Daniel or Brian Danielson falls off the apron and how he bounces off the ground, it splatters onto the lens. I did see that. It was cool as fuck. Beautiful. That That's a cool spot. Had they yeah, not already really- done... 12 fucking other blood spots or however fucking many in the league's lead weeding up there. Like, yeah, but it's Roosh and Roosh should be able to do whatever he wants because he's the best. Well, it's like what me and you bitched about watching fucking Wrestle Kingdom. And it's like, damn it, D'Lo. No one else watched any of the rest of the matches because like three of matches got fucking color. One of them was hard way, though, because homeboy bounced his face off the fucking LED boards on the fucking ramp. So that wasn't his fault. But like two or three other matches did it. And it's like, well, it'd be cool. It had you know, match one not fucking done it. So, speaking of New Japan, Jay White. Boo. Yeah, what about that? Big we, dog, going? This is his fucking kingdom. This is his wrestle kingdom. Booting JY out of Japan. We love to see it. So, where do you think he's going? What do you guys think? Let's oh, he's going to WWE for sure. Yeah. He's already signed with him. Oh, has he? Yeah. No, he's he's, he's, he's still under contract. Yeah, I thought he was still under contract. He's still got one more match. Oh, well. Yeah, I mean, it's been confirmed that that's where he's going. I've seen people like, oh, it's, yeah, he's doing it. But at the same time, fucking people apparently were confirming that uh, Colby had fucking signed with the Fed and he was like, no, <laughs> not yet. And he's like, I mean, I'm going to, but I haven't yet. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The fuck was that? That's my dog. Oh, I thought that was a car. He's what being fed, so he's excited. So, good. Talking about SmackDown, what was it that I watched that was fucking awesome? Oh, the tag match with the Usos and Braun Look, I'm really surprised that I keep doing this because I just can't stand Braun Strowman, but goddamn, keep working like that. That was probably one of the best matches he's had. It beat the other one. That was good. Well, even a broken watch is right two times a day. Well, you also have to look at who has been the other people involved with these recent string of really good Bronkley Strongleman matches. You've got Walter. And now in this case, you've got him teaming with Ricochet against the Usos. I mean, I can still get behind Braun Strowman if he keeps... Maybe that's what he needs. He needs that to help him. That contrast? Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I wouldn't mind if Ricochet and Brom Stromwam stick around as a tag team. So what you're saying they is... They already have a fucking great entrance because he fucking... Ricochet slides in underneath him and fucking... It was cool. So what you're so, saying is the proper way to book him is to put him in there with people that are way better than he is. Yes. yes. Okay. 
And Everyone Ricochet is way, way, way better than him. I, and Brock already. Strowman's not a stupid dude. He can pick up on uh, anything that those guys are willing to teach him. Well, I didn't say he was stupid. I'm just I saying. He sucks. It's going to be crazy when he busted out a 450. Like, I thought that match was great all all way around. And nobody can tell me different. You can say FTR all you want, but fucking who says is fucking best tag team in the world. Well, I'm going to continue to say FTR all I want. So. No, nah, the Lucha Brothers. Yeah. It's real. I just don't like the DUI. Competition's so. real stiff, though. I just don't like the DUI, so. so. I mean... I'm not a fan of that either, but like, that's Jimmy. As far as Jay goes, that motherfucker's gold either way. He deserves to be in the main event after all this. Yeah, he's one. He can survive on his own. If you were to break him up, he'd be okay. Main event Jay Uso's fucking great. That man is the truth. No, and he's made me believe with his acting. Like, give that man a fucking slammy. He's come the furthest in in the storyline as far as, like, character-wise. Man, I'll be glad when the storyline's over. So. I'm <laughs> so sure you will. Do you want to talk about how Paul Heyman? Let's talk two- about how Court Bauer's still doing carny shit. Oh, yeah, let's get to that. Uh, yeah. Sadly. So, both two of my personal favorite luchadors in the current Mexican scene right now, Aramis and Ares, are getting a little bit pissed off the fact that they're still not being released from their MLW contracts by Court Bauer, despite the fact that they haven't been booked in about six months. And were promised to be featured parts of the Lucha Underground reboot that they're doing, but the fact that they haven't even been used since they first started that. So they want out of their contracts in court will not let them out. So what's what's his reason? He has no reasoning. He just won't let them out of their contracts, but also won't book them. Hmm. So what, what's y'all's opinions on that? Do you think that if you sign a contract, you should have to wait out the allotted time that you signed for or if you're not being used do you think they should just cut you loose if you want well i mean you're clearly under the contract for a reason is he still being paid i don't believe so well under the term the well the biggest the biggest thing uh, with these contracts is a lot of these guys don't read them or they don't have a lawyer look it over properly. Yeah, they might read them, but they don't know all that mumbo jumbo that's put in there for those contracts. So, I mean, they signed a contract. I mean, it, it's no different than me going and signing a contract for, a, or at least for a house. It's no different. I still have, if I don't want to live here and they ain't fixing it, I'm still under contract. I'm still going to have to pay that money because I signed the lease. Yeah, it's about like that fucking lease that me and my ex or my ex-wife and her sister got fucking fleeced into and they bought a dump ass house and that was a big point of contention between me and them for a long time but like I still have this apartment so <laughs> but they they got fucked on that deal. Oh, personally I feel like if you're not going to use them, then just let them go elsewhere. But why? I mean, why keep them around if you're not going to so use them? So they're not competing for somebody else. I mean, it's, it's just yeah. how it is. Oh, yeah, but plus, a lot of those contracts have a non-compete cause for a certain extended time anyway. So even if they did get out, they would still not be able to compete. I don't know if MLW has the power to do non-compete clauses. Well, it has nothing to do with power, whether or not you wrote it into the contract anyway. And fucking 
all that's for is so that you can't go somewhere where you still have a buzz about you and you can let the buzz die down before you know company <laughs> x can use you you know that's one of the things that fucked brett when he went to wcw was that non-compete because he that cooled him off before he ever was on television and that's what those are for yeah and they can range from anywhere from six months to a fucking year now they're usually 90 days it really depends though on who it is well yeah but 90 days is more than 90 days is a fucking eternity in wrestling if you think about it with the fucking average engine stands three months people fucking forget who you were especially if you're going to a place that's going to make you change your fucking name or your gimmick or what the fuck ever you know Does Japan do, 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 does Japan do the non-competes? Because those guys flow around awful fucking freely for... You never really hear about that too much, but I'm not sure. And I also want to say that you might be able to get... I want to say you can kind of get around non-compete clauses like an American one by wrestling in Japan. Well, the, the non-compete is that you can't be in direct competition with them. So if you went from the Fed and you were like, oh, I'm going to fucking New Japan, they don't consider that direct competition. So you can just, you could show up. Then why did, no, it's, it's why a, you I'm can't show up for a televised. No, oh, well, that's fine. Televised event. Okay. They put him in a dark match. Fuck it. You know. <laughs> Easy. And well, the majority of the shows on those tours are untelevised anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Well, I was like when we went to Dragon Con, Xavier Woods was there. I think it was like the time before you. He was there. You were there, but the time before that, he was talking to us or whatever. And he had a fucking towel laying on the ring apron. And somebody asked him why. And, they were, and he was like, because WWE said I couldn't touch the ring. Oh. Fucking brilliant. What a dude. God damn, I love fucking Xavier Woods. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of his work, but I love him as a dude. Like, he's just a... Dude, he was so uh, fun to talk to. I think he's honestly he's a really fun. underrated wrestler. Oh, he can go. He can fucking go. And he's been able to go for a long time. I just feel like he never gets the green light to do that in WWE. He just gets overshadowed by the silly shit. Like, he's a fantastic wrestler. I'm just not as big a fan of the silly shit. Like, I love Kofi. This is this, like the butt bongo spot. Like, come on. <laughs> Fucking wrestle, you two. Let's go. We know, I know they can because I've seen them do it. Yeah, but you got to have a little bit of fun. That's all they do, though. And maybe that's why they and win belts. Since we're talking about belt, belts, how about the ass boys? Oh, yeah. Ass boys. I, I'm upset. I'm okay with it. You really? like the ass boys, Shane? I like the acclaimed better. Oh, the acclaimed are way better, and I don't see the ass boys having a long run with this. I think this is just temporary heat. But they, I don't know, you they kind of booked themselves into a little bit of a corner with this because if the Ass Boys had lost this, then there kind of would have been no recovery point for them. Because you can always have them drop the belts back to the acclaimed later on, probably at the pay-per-view. But... I don't know. I'm perfectly okay with it. These last couple months, they've been really coming into their own. I think that they've kind of gotten more comfortable doing their shithead heel shtick on the mic. I mean, they did get the win over FTR, so that, that helped heat them up a little bit. Yeah. And they've started to like really improve in the ring, too. So I definitely think that they have a bright future, but I'm okay with it. I'm just glad that Daddy asked it in turn, because that would have been just too derivative. Yeah. Daddy ass turning would have 
I don't know. I'm assuming they're going to do some kind of rematch at the pay-per-view and it'll be like daddy ass in a shark cage or something goofy. Huh. Ass cage. Where do you guys watch this pay-per-view? I'm sure it's streaming somewhere. Like, illegally. I'm going to cut that part out of the show. <laughs> Just saying. I don't He's agree. Not, not wrong. <laughs> I don't want to encourage it. Be like I just that, don't that want to give Tony kid who streamed streamed the fucking UFC uh, pay per view on Twitch and acted like he was playing the Dude, UFC that, game. That kid's an icon. <laughs> that Wait, is what King Carney shit. Somebody get that kid a job in wrestling. Let's this go. kid, he would bootleg the UFC pay per views and he would stream it on Twitch, but he would have like a little face cam of him and he'd be holding up a controller and he would just act like he was playing the UFC games. <laughs> that is legend. Someone get this kid a wrestling job. I'll fucking track him down. I'll train him. Dana White's all him versus the pirates as he was, he calls him. Fuck Dana White. What do you guys think about Slap Fight? I know it's not wrestling, but... Fuck a slap. Terrible. I haven't even watched it, and I don't care to. What I is it? I've, I've seen videos of it, and all I can think of is, like, Chris Benoit's music playing in the background. Yep. It's as just they're fucking CTE. killing their fucking family because they're getting fucking CTE and shit. Oh, okay, I think I know what you're talking One about. One dude slapped a man so hard he broke his hand. Like, God fucking damn. It's a Yes. It's, and especially, like, right after, it starts airing right after video comes out of Dana White slapping around his wife at a club. Oh, no. That one doesn't look good. Well, why are we funding this? Why the fuck can't we find a uh, fun goddamn uh, competitive night fighting? Like, me and Shane yes. fought Dragon Con that year. That shit fucking rules. You I will say. Have you guys ever seen it? No. Oh, dude, they're, they're whole leagues in Europe and shit. These guys just dress up in fucking full suits of armor and get in a chicken wire cage and just beat the shit out of each other. It's now, what he's like, what he's forgetting to tell you this, though, <laughs> is we go watch this. I was like, hey, man, you want to go watch Night Fighting? He was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. So we walk around, we navigate the fucking hotels, and we get we to were the also fucking... drunk. So. Yes. <laughs> so we get in there and see these guys fight, and all of a sudden, like, me and Jake are on our phones. We're looking up, like, where to buy these suits of fucking armor and shit. And they, like, in these night fights, they have to be period accurate. Like, the weapons, armor, that's, yep. like, the rule. Period accurate, non-lethal. Yes. So, is it, does it have to be period accurate based in, like, essentially a weight class where it's like, alright, this is Viking shit and this is... No, it was just, like, knights. Like, it had to be period accurate for the time of the knights and the weapons had to be uh, accurate. Like, it was a certain period. I forgot what it was when we looked it up because, like he said... We were really drunk, and like we were, we went back to the hotel, and this is all we could think about. We were like, "Man, we're gonna quit our fucking careers as wrestlers and be move fucking to Europe." Yeah, we were gonna move to Europe and join a fucking night team because they have like they had team fights too, like like five on fives. Dude, this seems like an excellent idea. This and they sounds so awesome. Amazing. The win, the women though, they had these big ass fucking dudes though. The women went harder than the fucking dudes. Like, this chick came out of the gate swinging, hit this bitch so hard in their helmet, it caused sparks to fly off of it. Oh, was that the, and that like, was me and Jake are sitting here fucking popping. Yeah, that was the chick with the fucking hammer, dude. Like, she just comes, like, swinging this motherfucker. Like, you know, it like was the like one dude, he took... got the hammer back. Like, this bitch come out with this fucking hammer and just fucking... Dude! And this, this one guy uh, had a fucking sword and he had like a mini shield on his hand and he knocked dude over and got on the ground and there's no rules. He got on top of him with that fucking mini shield and starts bashing his fucking head in with this fucking shield. <laughs> this sounds awesome. We need to bring back the gladiators. 
this is yeah y'all should have that should have been y'all's career that sounds way better than pro wrestling <laughs> could amazing. ever be they I think you guys show off with a five on five, like elimination style, like Survivor Series gimmick, where it was a team of five, teams of five fighting each other. And like if somebody was incapacitated, he was out and they'd open the cage, let him out. And it'd be five on four. Oh, so good. It was the. Uh, so I think you'll appreciate this segue. Speaking of gladiators, do you think Carrie on Cross was better off? I think uh, it's not getting. Everybody says the impact shit worked. I don't think anything's really worked and stuck. And this just ain't doing it. I just don't think this isn't for me. I don't think the character resonates with anybody really. No. It's not like a. It's not like a Dexter Loomis. Where we know he's silent, but he hands people money and it's cool. He chases JBL with an axe. That's normal. I can relate to that because I want to chase JBL with a fucking axe. Um, He's rich. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) JD, this is not a political podcast. I just don't think the carrying cross is working. Well, no. I think Carrying Cross needs to carry a big cross. I think he, yeah, no, he needs a new gimmick. Hear me <laughs> out. Or, not that he needs a new gimmick, figure out, put somebody with him that's going to elevate the character. Boogs. Boogs. <laughs> no, you put Boogs with him, and we repackage Cross. He's Killer Cross, but it's two Zs now. And what you do is you give him some <laughs> sunglasses that he never takes off, like some Bret oh, Hart no. ones. He wears, he has a skateboard that he comes out to the ring with while dribbling a basketball. Hey, Darby. He says tubular a lot. And then they oh, tag no, no. together. And you call them the brodacious bodies. And it'd be like heavenly bodies now. He yeah, like those, but cool. What what do you I mean, what do you think you should do with him? I just told you that's outside <laughs> of that, like is he becoming tag champ? <laughs> yeah, then they become tag champs, they hold it for a year and a half, and then they split up. And they have a their blow off match is a dumpster match at WrestleMania because those are always fun. I just need Boogs and Shin to be a thing again. Well, let's talk about my least favorite people. <laughs> Hit Row. What do you yeah. think about them? <laughs> well, I'm yeah, okay we'll with them. I think they should have gone back to NXT. Because without Swerve, like, they don't have it fully figured out. And I definitely think throwing them on SmackDown once they came back probably wasn't the best idea. But I don't know. I think they'll figure it out. I think this will be the year that, at the very least, the tag team component starts to click. I just feel like they're aggressively that, like, performance style performance center style yeah i'm very much dreading the inevitable day that they join impacts roster (laughs) what about uh so i need them to figure it out this week we uh saw lacey evans back why though (laughs) for exhilarating tv like I was ecstatic. I I couldn't help myself. I heard she squashed that uh that northeast indie wrestler Becca, but yeah. with a three instead of an E because eh. I didn't even know basketball reasons. Oh, it's basketball. Yeah, 
No, I don't know, dude. I'm just fucking around. Oh, I was about to say that makes it significantly better. Why isn't she basketball Becca? I was going to say, you just want to do basketball last name with someone like Basketball Jones. Basketball Jones is a million dollar gimmick waiting to happen for No, Basketball Jones would be a great gimmick. Yeah. Can we uh, talk about how Paul Heyman doesn't miss on a single promo? Yo. You're saying this like it's breaking fucking news. No, No, it's not even that. It's It's the fact that. It's the fact that he made me care about Cody. <laughs> Not possible. I'm sorry. It, it, that promo was just. What? It was a good promo. I still it wasn't that good. That. It was a good promo. I mean, it was a normal Paul Heyman promo, and then Cody was there, and Cody cut a typical. Cody wrote the promo. For the fans, for my father, for my wife, for me, for my tattoo. And ending racism. Bodega boy! And it's, I don't know. I just don't see the hype for it. Like, a lot of people have been saying, like, I'm so ready for this main event. Like, I buy into this being a main event for WrestleMania now, but I still don't see it. I literally only care because it got me $20. Okay, what about Paul and Sammy? On SmackDown. What do you think about that promo? I didn't see it. What? (laughs) Oh, would you not watch the best part of wrestling right now? I've watched this week's Impact. It has to do with Roman, easy. I already watched Impact this week, JD. Oh. Ow. You know what I, I don't I don't understand? Why Sammy and Jay think that Roman doesn't watch TV. Yeah, that was really dumb to me. And it's always been dumb to me when somebody didn't know what was going on even though they could watch the broadcasts. I mean, think about it this way. If you have the day off work, are you going to sit around at home and watch your coworkers through the security cameras? Fuck no. Hey. Maybe. But if it's your company and your camera and your ring and your TV like it is the Tribal Chiefs, watch your product. I mean, I guess. Nah, bro. Like... (laughs) I'm I'm a wrestler and I barely watch wrestling. So, so does that mean that Roman also watches NXT? That's a good question. I can almost promise you he doesn't. If he does, he's only watching Mellow. Like most of us. I do like that it's basically confirmed that Roman does watch MLW, though. Because he's talked about Jacob Fatu before, like, multiple times. Oh, it's just because they're fucking related. That doesn't matter. He congratulated him when he won the world title. That means Roman watched MLW. No, it doesn't. It just means Jacob Fatu told him that he won. And he's like, oh, cool. Awesome. Good job. Hey, my cousin won. Yeah. I think Jacob Fatu is going to be in there the second his contract's up with them. Yeah, because he's related. Yes, but he's also low-key the best member of the family. All right, sure. I don't know. You'll you'll see eventually, because I know you ain't going to watch fucking Fusion. I barely watched The Fed, for fuck's sake. <laughs> what is that sound? It's not me this week. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we didn't hear Shane over here going. <laughs> I'm old. I'm tired. I'm hurting. I'm over with fucking children. These muffins rule. They were good fucking muffins. Okay. Well, is there anything else you guys want to talk about? 
You know, the only other thing I want to talk about was, did you see the moment backstage between Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio? I sent it to the group chat, yeah. You did, that's right. That was oh, wonderful. the masks thing? Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty neat. That was pretty cool. I didn't watch it. I was too busy watching other things, you know. Uh, what, like one show? Us? Last of Us? The Last of Us. God the last of this week was fucking nuts. God oh, damn. Katie, Katie had had a time. That. My God, dude. I actually cried. I was playing games in the, the last two. You haven't? Nope. Oh, man. It's all the Pittsburgh stuff. Okay. Yenzers. Except it's in Kansas City, but, you know, whatever. I, I love the bitch. I love that bitch that that was the bad guy. Melanie Linsky. God, she's such a good actor. Yo, she's great in like everything she does, but like seeing her play roles like this where she's just like the quietly unhinged person is just mm, she's so good playing. That I think role. I, I like that's what I liked about her the most. She's like, wow, this bitch could blow my brains out any moment, but she's really nice. <laughs> I you I'd seen you guys talking about it in the uh, in the group chat, and I was in the the office playing video games while the missus was in here watching it, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to deal with this later." You haven't watched it? I dude, I didn't even play the games. You don't need so, to play the game. You don't need to play the game to enjoy the show. I've been so far beyond zombie media, though. For, it's not zombie not media. zombies; it's fungus. And, and either way, dude, like. They don't use zombies the way like The Walking Dead use zombies. Wow. You went like three episodes seeing two two infected the whole time, maybe three. It's just it's they do a good job of making that that's just the background. Yeah, background that's a plot device. I'm just saying like it's it's just not my it's just not my thing. It's like when Shane was trying to get me to watch my hero academia, it's like it's not my thing. So I'm not, I'm not into it. What about that fucking bloater, though? The what? Yo, that thing was, that was the coolest fucking death you'll see all season. Yeah. By the way, that guy played Tommy, or voiced Tommy in the video games. Yeah, I told you that. While you guys are talking about this. That I did see a fucking cool thing on YouTube that those of you who are into the that fucking show will fucking like and you might want to watch. There's a YouTube channel called Shoddycast, and the dude like breaks down uh, the science behind some television shows and shit, and he breaks down uh, the cordyceps and shit. And it reminded me of over here, and you guys do the Last of Us episode before, and. Katie hitting you guys with the science, and this guy hitting some fucking science. It was actually pretty good. You should look into it. They actually do the the real-life science behind how and why that shit works pretty well, outside of the fact that it could never actually fucking happen. I you watched you the should look National into, Geographic. Jake. Jake, you should look into watching The Last of Us. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, you know, that little girl in the, the back of the car... That was creepy shit. Yo. And you know she's I'm, actually a, a contortionist. It was a real person. Really? Yes. So I'm excited to uh, review these next three episodes after uh, next week's episode six. Because uh, so these last two have been great. She's excited to work with you guys again. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, shameless plug, go back and check out our Last of Us episodes one through three review. Episodes one or episodes four through six review will be out after the six episodes released. Well, guys, I think we've uh, had a lot of fun here tonight. Buckets yeah. worth. Buckets Tons worth of it. fun. Sure. I am. Uh, <clears throat> I'm having the most fun, so I'm just. I'm gonna wrap <laughs> it. <laughs> he's had it being assisted fun, but he's having fun. Well, everyone. Um, well, everyone, go back, listen to our uh, older older episodes. Um, give us a uh, rating on Spotify. That'll get us pushed up further up the list, so you'll see us more on your homepage. That would be pretty cool. And uh, like, follow, share, and subscribe all of our episodes. And uh, Jake, real, go listen to that last of this episode because Katie was super excited to get to be on the fucking show. So, like, 
help her out. You guys like Katie, which you probably like her more than me. Most people do. <laughs> she did really well. I'm excited to have her back on. Yeah. She was Hi, really worried about it. She was like, I hope I did okay. I hope everyone liked it. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you did fine. They asked you to be on another one. So, yeah, I'm sure you did great. Hi, everybody. Go out there. See some local wrestling. Jake, what do they need to do? Bring money.